the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It's right there. They let it tickles. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it tickles me too. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. We rolling right now? We ready. All right, man. Hey, you got to hear some obscene shit? Because we put the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving some of that. It ain't my fault, son. It just be in my mind, so judge me accordingly. Anyway, man, so... All right, welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> my, name, my name is Jacquel Wright. It's Adrian Peace. And this is the, the Nice Guys, Guys Podcast. Podcast. So we back again, man. And, and we back. Spirits and shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm cussing a little bit more. I'm going to cut back on the cussing, you know, obviously for the, you know, pur- certain purposes. But it might be a couple of little cussings here and there. But yeah. no, I mean, we talking about perfection today, right? That's facts. Like the pros and cons. A perfection. Uh-huh. You know, uh, me personally... I don't know what perfection is, right? Yeah. And I thought I knew, like, cause I mean, I don't try to be perfectionist and nothing like that. I just try to do my best. For sure. You know, but some people have labeled me as a perfectionist. I'm like, I don't, I don't like that label. Yeah, I mean, it always comes, seems to come with a negative connotation for sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I've, I've had, you know, periods in my life where I've been a perfectionist, um, and you know, I definitely as well put that negative connotation on it <laughs> but um i don't know I, I feel like now i'm in more of a zone of trying to go with the flow and and be loosey-goosey with it but it's it's difficult right yeah we have this uh this picture in our minds of how we want things to be yeah and um of course we strive for that yeah i mean i don't think you should knock it because i mean obviously you're setting a standard for yourself. And for people that try to knock it, sometimes I feel like because of the fact that they don't feel that it's that grandiose or that important, mm-hmm. they want to knock your situation down because they don't want to feel like they have to put the extra effort in or whatever the situation may be. Yeah. So for that, to them, those individuals, hey, you know, stay in your lane. That's uh-huh. how I see it. You know, let me do me. <clears throat> but don't let me as a, label me as a professional. I just want to do my best. Right. Right, and if my best is out out doing your performance, then maybe you need to reevaluate. Yeah, you know. Hey, sometimes I'm blunt, so just just take right. that as it is. I ain't trying to send the bogus to nobody. I just speak my minds. I feel that. Carry on, um, but then sometimes I feel like with perfection, there can be too much. Like I love right. love love my nigga Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Mike Jack was that guy. Right, right. But then it was like because he had some type of inner turmoil, he. He wanted to push his limits yeah. to the point to the point where he kinda like started to, to deform himself. You okay. know, he had the vitiligo situation right, where it right, happens, right. people get it, and mm. implementation laws. He went to the extreme. Yeah. And then he became whiter than white. Uh-huh. He changed his whole ethnicity because of that. I know that yeah. sounds extreme, but he was no longer of Afro uh, he was born African American, but he died something, something else. Something else. Something else. Sammy right, Sosa right. did the same thing. I'm not sure what he yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of a lot of celebrities and you know even just like standards of perfection in other countries, mm-hmm. color like uh, you know Asian countries Ooh. where it's it's commonplace to to buy like skin whitening products mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't want they you know a dark skinned Asian that's like as you might as well be you know. A beggar on the street, damn. There's some places it's like you you poor. You basically looked at as poor. Like if you if you black and Asian, it's a it's a lot difficult out there. Especially you know because you got military cats that came out there. The women, they you know, right, right. They was loving the the vibe. They loving the energy destruction, Uh sense of strength, and they got they they succumb to that. Yeah, yeah. I would I would succumb to that too. Pause. 
I would, you know. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't like that word. It's to come. It's we have to talk about it. <laughs> but <laughs> my boy Adrian tripping. Oh, uh, it just sounds funny though when you say I succumb. <laughs> <laughs> you did what? No. Hold Wait, on. what? No. Nah, I had to do a double. They, they, uh, right. you know, they fell. They fell victim to That's the sound bite. You going to the Asian Nussies. Yeah, and, you know um, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So, um, shout out to Cameron and Mace. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but no, nah, I mean, I definitely feel what you're saying. Though, even I mean, you know, I know people that you know they have that they that Asian, but I'm just saying like. It's just interesting to see perfection and like how that it can actually have. I guess I mean, if Michael didn't have that mindset or that sense of perfection, yeah, would he have been as great? You feel me? Right. Because he had ins and outs. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> off the wall was like his first solo project. Didn't do as well. Probably could have mm-hmm. did better. But he was like, you know, I'm gonna come back with Thriller. Right. Came back. They had 27 mm-hmm. songs. Only nine of them made it. You feel what I'm saying? So I mean, I feel like that. That also is like because we know that that kind of came from. A certain place. It came from his environment and the way that he was raised as well. So it's like, shout out to Joe does... Jackson, man. He whooping, up, he whooping on that ass, boy. He was whooping yeah. that ass. Yeah, yeah. Like what? I forgot. I forgot my man name on uh, Instagram, but yeah. Uh, he, he did the little skit where Mike was trying to hit the note and he couldn't. He was like, I, I can't hit the note. And Joe Jackson came in and, and hit his, <laughs> you know, he got he got you know up what there. You know? got that note right. You feel me? So, so it's, yeah, it's like, um, is that is perfectionism? I don't know if it always is, but I know it definitely a lot of times is born out of trauma. You think you know so? What I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like you think it's you think it's an overwhelming like insecurity that's there, that's the reason why you have to try to strive for that that right. perfectionism because you don't want to deal with what's less than because you're upset with what mm-hmm. happened in those other that traumatic state. Maybe you felt like you were weak or yeah. not at the place that you needed to be at. So now you're just striving and striving and striving to be better yeah. than when it, you were at that state. It could definitely be that. It, it, it could even just be, you know, ingrained, um, like, uh, an ingrained, like, kind of like almost Pavlovian uh, re- response to, you know, just like trying to please people or trying to live up to the expectation of, of that your parents have for you or, you know, those those kind of things like when 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 you're in a position of you know knowing that somebody is watching you or something like that or somebody's going to be judging your your work or whatever it is your actions whether or not they actually are because sometimes right we we think that that people are going to be like super judgmental about some stuff and it's like ain't nobody paying attention but it's like thinking that that you're in that kind of position sometimes that might take you back to that time where um, a parent or um, authority figure in your life was was hypercritical of you or something like that, mm-hmm. and you know made you uh, this this perf- quote unquote perfectionist. You know, okay, I, think I mean that. I can see that. You know, I, I feel like growing. I see. I saw some things, and like you know, that might play a part because mm-hmm. you in your mind you're always trying to overcome what that person was saying. Yeah, you know, you're always trying to combat with that. Oh no, I, I ain't no habitual. Up, I ain't gonna do this, that, and the third. I've heard all types of wild stuff growing up, so I think that could play a part. Yeah, and why yeah. I would be a certain ways with certain stuff and need to. And you know, it's funny that I, I never liked that, but it's like it's ingrained because I just that's all I knew. Yeah, you feel I me? Mean? Like I go to other people's houses and I was looking and I was observing. I try not to be like, 
yo, if you got some mold over there, you got some, I'm like, I ain't coming over here no more. Yeah, yeah. I'm that pretty, like, even with my family, sometimes I had to be like, yo, I don't think I come back over here no more. <laughs> over here, this and that. I feel you. Know? But to yeah. somebody else's standard, it's cool. They cool with seeing certain stuff and mm-hmm. like, I'm like, nah, bro, I can't deal with that filth. You feel me? Like, I gotta yeah. have it clean. Like, right. that, don't, that don't make sense to me because I grew up in such a very clean and, you know, organized space. I even to a point where I remember even growing up, if you folded the towel the wrong way, uh-huh. And put it in the in the uh, yeah. in the um the cabinet the the, the um the laundry you know room whatever uh-huh. it'll be it'll be found quickly right, right? I'm like, how the hell did you, I just folded I just got through how did you you know what I'm saying whatever but you know so you know sometimes I have it they don't realize it but mm-hmm. you know you just got you know, I, I feel like you got to come to a place where you got to break it a little bit now now I don't feel comfortable now making my bed sometimes like, yeah, let it let it, be. it does bother right, right. me so I'm not the, I don't look at it too much. Uh-huh. I'll be trying to sell and I'll be looking. Oh, this sheet so bad. I want to go just rub that sheet out. But yeah. I'm like, no, nah, bro, let it be messy, dog. Let, leave a sock on the floor. It's cool. Right. Move right. the shoe over there. That's cool. Let it just be out of place. Mm-hmm. But then I'll go fix it anywhere eventually. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what that is. Right, but before, like, right before bed or something. Yeah, I'll go fix it because it just it'll annoy me. It'll be like a penny on the floor. So let the penny just be there. And then eventually I'll be like, <laughs> put that in the jar. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't say that for too long. but. I mean, I don't think it's too detrimental. I think it gets detrimental when you start to take it out of other people, though. Right. And I've done that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I I admit whoever I've affected it with that and said very mean things. Sometimes I say stuff like one person I told me you need to use that space in between your ears. Yeah. And I don't think she liked that too much, and we're not together no more. But I I would say stuff that was just really not nice, and I didn't think about it because that's what I was used to. I was used to such you know just straightforward, blunt, right? Like you know mean things being said, or you know stop being retarded, or stop being slow, like uh-huh. you pick it up, what you doing? Like you know that's stupid, that's back. You know I right. a lot of stuff that you don't think about. I just read this book I was telling you about, um, the Four Agreements. You know, be impeccable with your words is the first, you know, agreement. I was like, man, you know, that's crazy because them spells really are real. Like, mm-hmm. when you say certain things, it does play a part and it comes out in certain ways, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, even that, I don't want to say I'm going to be a perfectionist in terms of my vernacular and how I speak to people, I, but I do want to be thoughtful before I speak sometimes nowadays. Right, right. I can't always say what's on my first mind, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, I'm working on that. And, I mean, I think before I used to be more mindful as I got to a certain age, but then when I got to another age, we all just started letting go, and it was like, yeah. it wasn't the best, you know what yeah, I'm saying, yeah. so. I've, I've been there as well, um, and we kind of talked about that, like, how my my um, quote-unquote nice guyness was, was, you know, there and went to here, you know, as, as opposed to in reverse, but, yeah. so I, I was, I was a, as well a, you know, pretty, uh, just in general, like I like things to be a certain way, yeah. And and if they're not that way, I used to be a lot more vocal about it and a lot less patient. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this patience came with with some wisdoms and some years okay. and and some things like that. Right. So um, some trial and errors, some real realizations about oh, I'm you know I'm, I'm pushing away some good people with these these tendencies. Right, right, right. Um. So yeah, I've been there as well. Um. I definitely know that side of, of perfectionism of like. Like, all right, man, like, look, bro, every time you come over here, my nigga, you keep putting this back in the wrong spot, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's a, that's like a, bro, it's, it's really not that serious. serious. You can't, like, chill out, man. Right. But, you know, now if you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> like the first time, else, it's like, okay, yeah, I ain't never been in your career before. Respect the space. You know, I try to, you know, be respectful as well. But I do know what you're talking about, like, uh, 
you know, um, how how I'm put it. Uh, I don't go to I don't let people in my house a lot, yeah, too, a yeah. lot too much. I don't know what that is, but I just I don't know what it is just yet. I even like come up and like, hey, what you? Why are you here for this long? I don't know why I be getting like that in my mind. You feel right. I me? Mean? Like I really want you to be there. So I'd rather go to other people's space, but when I go there, I try to be mindful. But then I try to watch my thoughts too. Like, man, I can't speak on this person's career because that's how they want to live. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that should be over there. I think that should be over here. You know, since sometimes that's what I think in terms of my perfectionism or whatever that is I'm dealing with mm-hmm. could come out on somebody else. Right. Versus it being like inside my own house. So like if somebody, you know, come and move something, I'll just go put it back. It ain't that mm-hmm. extreme. Right, right. But I did have an ex that I was dealing with. She was really messy and I would get uh, pissed when she would do stuff. That's tough. Like leave stuff on the phone. I'm like, but you, hey, hey, you yeah, bring that up in here, bro. I've been in your career. Your career is junky. Uh-huh. You know, you just that's how you live. Right. You know, that's what you want to do. But you ain't gonna bring that energy into my space. Nah. You know what I'm saying? I had can't that. let that happen. Leaving stuff, shoes. I'm like, oh, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, you doing too much now. Right. Now I'm not sure that's perfectionism or it's just like being respectful to my space. Yeah. You know, but I was thinking to myself, I think it would just be more so much be my delivery mm-hmm. and what I was saying. Could have been nicer when she would do certain stuff, but I think I was in the right for that one. I don't think I was. Yeah, too. yeah. But what you're saying I, I is a little different. I'm like, damn, bro, I can't put the cup over here. <laughs> yeah, I, it, like, was, it was. It was like that. Right? Really, it was just like I would have like you know certain people come over and and it's like every time they come over, they just in my room touching everything, <laughs> like. Every, like and then putting it back somewhere completely different, <laughs> but it's like every time. And then I, you know, I'll try to be slick about it and be like, you know, put it back in front of them, like while they're there, be like, yeah, bro. Look at me now, make my contact, hand on it for a minute. Put yeah, this cup back here, but you're not gonna say it to me. <laughs> it's like face. they never noticed, bro. It's just like people, some put people just didn't. Back. Right. Yeah. So it's like, <clears throat> like that, I feel like feel I was me? still, I was still pretty patient, but it's yeah, yeah it, it gets to be a bit much now. A lot of people are like that in, in all areas of their lives. I think I was just a little OCD about like okay. my, my personal space and stuff like that. Okay. For me, like with my own art and stuff, I'm like that, like very particular. But then when it comes to like other people, I've never really been one to impose that upon somebody else, I guess. You talking about creativity, making music yeah, and like, like that? Yeah, and yeah, in, in any kind of creative realm, I think. Um, I know I, what it sounds like, man, <clears throat> tell me the truth, Asian. <laughs> you got no at sixty two seconds. You probably should have did this inflection right here. Yeah, Parish, dang, you know what I'm saying. But I get what you're saying because yeah. you wanted to be something that comes originally from them. Exactly. Versus yeah, what yeah. I think it should be because at the end of the day, it's still what you want to create mm-hmm. and it's objective. You know what right. I'm saying? Because I might think this sixty two seconds should be this type of part, or whatever. But the whole world might love it right there, sixty four seconds. Right. For real. You know, it'd be that critical. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was going back to that Michael Jackson thing. Like, but they had twenty seven songs that was supposed to hit Thriller. Only nine of them made it. Wow. And Thriller, he even had issue with like PYT. I'm like, it was mm-hmm. songs that just damn they're perfect. Right. So I wonder how these other songs would have sounded mm-hmm. or do sound because they're somewhere somewhere. You know, I'm probably sure it was some probably. ones that were still fire that we yeah. just never heard. Exactly. But to them, it wasn't as fire. So that means that they really took such a very strong critique and and and, and literally because I mean, how many Grammys did he make? Like eight Grammys off of three. It looks like a, quite a few. That's and they so. Millions of records, so right. they were on to something right. So uh-huh. then that makes me think to myself, okay, their level of perfection was on point, but when does it become, when, when is it perfection in the wrong direction? Because, like case in point, like new, new music nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. And we would hear some of these niggas outside the booth, like recording, engineering, you'd be like, what's this nigga doing? But then like Future, you do, he do a song, and you hear it, you'd be like, 
Okay, yeah. like, okay, it works. So, right. like, to him, his love, and he don't even do half the drugs he say he do in the song. He, mm -hmm. he said he a lightweight. He don't do none of that stuff half the time. Yeah. But something there resonates with those folks, and it's perfect for them. Right. So what the hell is that? So that's what, what, is, what is perfect? Right, that's what I'm trying to get at, like, <laughs> yeah. because in my eyes, I'm like, Mars Madness probably sound like a hot garbage outside the mm -hmm. booth. But then you put it on the record and let it play, you're like, oh, man, that's yeah. what he was doing in the studio. And Young Thug do the same. Yeah, yeah, with the pussy. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then he come back on the record like that. you right, like, yeah. oh, wait, wait, how does that wow. work? How, what For is real. that? Complete like, transformation. What, what, part, what I'm trying to get at, what part of the reality we live in are they tapping into? Because mm -hmm. as a musician, even like Tank would say, yo, that ain't, that ain't musical. Yeah. But then they go in the booth and everybody, they got millions of fans. Right. And Tank, is, he's holding his own R&B place. Uh -huh. But outside that realm, it's like it wouldn't technically be considered to be musical. Exactly. So what really is that? What part of perfection? Is that imperfection at its finest? Or is it... Per you see what I'm trying to get at with that, yeah, with that thought? Yeah. I mean, I think perfection is just like... Perfection is like the... I don't know. It's just like the 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 ideal state of 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 a thing, but that's so subjective. Like who you know, it's not for one person to to say what is or is isn't right. Perfect, right? Like I'm a, you might you might see a girl that you think is fire, and I, I don't even think she that bad, and you know, and vice versa. Like. Yeah. What's, what's you might perfection? have a wildebeest, and I might have a, a you know. Yeah, I don't know a, why I had to a have a wildebeest, but and she looked like you know a wildebeest. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, man, why she right. over there growling at me? Like, why right. she foaming at the mouth? And that's what she it, do sometimes. Yeah, she's she excited. She's happy to see you. <laughs> you know, what she saying? like meeting new people. You know, but then but it's then like, then. then I think about Basquiat. Hmm. <clears throat> somebody, art critics, he like he just scribbling, mm -hmm. but then somebody that's abstract in ways they think, and I understand, right. but I like his work. Yeah, for sure. Not because he's just famous. I just like the fact that he had these obscene Something about it just speaks just, to you. Yeah, yeah, like, it wasn't super technical. It's just like... Yeah. Even, like, when I paint, I just be like, that ain't gonna... But I know uh -huh. it's gonna... It's funny. Like, I know it's not what I wanted to see. Yeah. But I know if I take it somewhere and put it in the right part uh, pos uh, position of presentation... Uh-huh. It's like... Somebody will see it, they'll be like, yo, that's I, hard, I think bro. about this a lot. Like, um, Mark Rothko. Okay. Um... So he's the one who, who a lot of times, uh, his his work is just, um, it solid colors. So it might be a, a black rectangle and then a slightly less black rectangle inside of that. You know what I'm saying? Or it's like, it's, yeah, like blue, uh, an entirely blue canvas, and then there's another color, a small shape right here at the bottom, and then something like a splash of. You know, and he sells and it's, for like ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, it's in the biggest museums. Like, oh, that's a Rothko. And I right can spend there. hours you know doing what, what I'm doing, <laughs> but I know to to that point, it's like because you look at Van Gogh, right? Yeah. He probably thought what he was seeing was perfect. Yeah. And art critics were like, "Bro, what are you doing? Exactly. This is not the level of technique you need to be." Man, cut his died, ears off. He died broke. <laughs> Shot his head off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now they got museums. Mm -hmm. People want to, you know, replicate what he does. Right. And even, like I said, when I do some stuff that I do, I just be like, <clears throat> in my eyes, it could be better. But I know somebody else, I'm like, yo, that shit is fly, son. I'm yeah. like, 
You gonna buy it, son? You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Go ahead, ring it up. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Hey, teach it down. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it's just very interesting uh, to see the subjectiveness. Cause like, even when I paint, I see it. Like even though I'm doing faces and people now, I don't really do. I used to just do cartoons back when I was a kid. And you can see it in my artwork. I do a lot of hard lines. Now that I do people, now I got to take more time. Mm. And it irritates me, but I, I realize that people are so precise. Yeah. That if you miss one thing, it might look cold at first. When you step back, you're like, oh. Yeah. I like Manny Pacquiao. I don't look like no Bruce Lee. <laughs> I, I kept dealing with this Bruce Lee picture. I just I look like Manny Pacquiao. Huh. I know it's of Asian culture, but that's not Bruce Lee. Right. That's more Manny Pacquiao. You feel me? Right. So I was like, oh, no, I got to redo this person's face, you know, to get to this place. And I was like. I think my level of perfectionism started kicking in, but you have to be that precise with people. Right. Now, what would be funny is that I could play it off and not say who it was, mm-hmm. and somebody can walk in like, that's Manny Pacquiao, it's fire. So I'm like, yes, you gonna buy it? Right. And my mom like, that's Bruce Lee. <laughs> right. But it was like Manny Pacquiao to you, and I can see why. Uh-huh. But if you're gonna buy it, teach us their own, you know what I'm right. saying? I'm gonna let you do your thing. So it's just very exactly. interesting there, like perfectionism. Or whatever you think is perfection is, because you even got a definition for perfection. Hmm. How do you define perfection when we don't know perfection? Right. Who create Who created this definition? Yeah, you can ask, um, you know, a hundred people and get a hundred different answers, but, but it's all something we all strive for. And even with beauty standards, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. The female women are doing. I hate saying female women are subjecting themselves to. Rest in peace, you know, DC on flies. It's, it's, it's girl. Right. She, she died on me trying to be like the knife, but like doing these, these surgeries and mm-hmm. harming themselves to meet these beauty standards. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy because to me, that booty look juicy. Right. I want to take a bite out that apple. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, that onion making me cry. Yeah. But it's somebody, to her, her mind, she, I have to continue to keep competing with these other women mm-hmm. to keep the interest or to make myself more valuable because. Women are more so valued by their beauty than anything else. Like, yeah. dude, like you said, we know we we're sleeping in a cardboard box. The only reason why we try to appeal because, like, obviously, they like more the, the physicality most of the time. They're more materialistic. Yeah, there's certain things we have to appease to them and, and abide by what they're saying are in terms of the finances because that's how America works, the culture works. But even for them, I feel I feel a certain way because, mm-hmm. like, you look at the '90s beauty standard compared to now's beauty standard. I like the '90s. That's a day. Yeah, that's a great point. I want, I want to talk some more about that. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right yeah. back. And we back. Man, and so we were, talk, we were talking about perfection and, perfection and perfectionism. And um, we left off talking about beauty standards, man. And that's man. something I also something I think about a lot. Because, man. Yeah, it's fucked up, but it's... Happy. And it changes so frequently. Yeah. It changes, like, with the decades. Like, if you think about it, like... Um, you had, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not going to get too like specific with the, with the dates cause I don't want to get nothing wrong, but like you had certain periods, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing okay. be in the comments, the historian's going to be in the comments, but, um, Go ahead. certain periods where it's like flat chested women were in, yeah, you got certain periods that's, where, that's crazy. yeah, certain periods where, you know, the, the P shape was in, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You were top heavy and you got no, you know what I mean? Really? No, no I mean, yams, yeah. yeah. And it's okay. like, then now, now of course, right, I like it's, the yams. now of course it's in to be kind of on the thicker side. 
Man, you know what I'm saying, and then it, but like it fluctuates throughout time to where it's like, okay, if you if you thick, then ill get away. <laughs> like, nah, we not putting you in these and magazines and stuff be, like that. Cause I know it was guys that was like, I like it like that. Exactly. But it's but, like to the masses and what's putting put out there, you know, for the for the media <laughs> for your monster. Who the hell? So who is behind this? This you know right. Is debauchery because like, <laughs> or just debauch whatever word you want to throw out there. Correct me, that's cool. I don't give a damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, it's, it's fucked up. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh -huh. Okay, but who was behind this and orchestrating this thing? Look, this is what we see as being perfect, perfect woman. Yeah, we know that because of no offense, women, y'all deal with insecurities different than men do. Right, we, right. We can't be overly emotional about things because mm -hmm. of course that's gonna cause us to you know what I'm saying be seen to certain. Right, way, that would that know? wouldn't be perfect. You a whole ass nigga for that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh -huh. <laughs> you can't be over there crying and boo-hooing. Nigga, right. stop bitching. That's what I've heard before. So I'm like, whoa, whoa, I'm just trying to express myself. <laughs> so I won't go off the hinges uh -huh. somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Off the heezy for sheezy type shit. But to each is their own. It's like, I know at the same time, though, they was creating these beauty standards. It was dudes that's probably, like I'm saying, going against that. Like, yo, I, yeah. like, I like these jams. Right. I like me a woman that got all this booty down there. Mm -hmm. With the cellulites and the, and the, yeah, the, the stray, yeah. I love me some stretch, Mark. You better come with them tiger, tiger Carl, right? The thing like, like that, I like all that, yeah, yeah, smacking exactly. it. <laughs> Are we on camera side? I'm about to go into a whole nother. Right, <laughs> come back, yeah, come back. Yeah. Let me come back, pull it back yeah. in, impeccable with your words. Um, so yeah, man, I, I like certain things that you can and can you know you can do with with, with that. So it's just like right. whoever created that is is wild, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, for sure. And, yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know what what lobby we need to talk to about, you know. Hey, do, can about you, this, do we need like, to blame, blame the, the 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 magazine companies, the, right. the media it's, companies that are creating this? Because who is creating this consensus? Who is sitting back and delegating this? I'm yeah, like, hey, you know what? You being half naked, that's sexy. I want to see all the because like I know Instagram, I can't see that in public. My Instagram is crazy, son. Right, yeah. My follow <laughs> game like, is crazy. Uh -huh. I can't scroll through no preschool with my Instagram. It's going to yeah. be some yeeks flip-flopping flip all over. <laughs> I got to scroll down quick. Like, yeah, what's like, that? You know Kendrick, what i Like Kendrick said, Instagram is the best place to promote some. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? I didn't been but, to places. I'm like, yo, I tell a young lady, like, check this out. Like, damn. I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, man. It's um, it's it's, it's crazy, and it's only getting crazier. Um just like the perception of, and then too with Instagram, like we're talking about Instagram, social medias and stuff like that, mm -hmm. which I feel like just magnifies. I mean, I'm in a place right now where I'm trying to get back into being more on social media because I was burnt out from it and just people in general for, for quite a while. Um, and now I'm trying to like get myself back out. I did a lot of watching, a lot of consuming over the past like week, week and a half. And now I'm trying to like strategize and and um, figure out how to best use it to represent me, you know, who I am without trying to be something else and right. and still get what I want out of it. Um, but, you know, so there's, I say that to say there's obviously, if you're strategic about it, there's definitely a good way to integrate social media and stuff like that into your life. But it also, you can't forget about the dark side of it, which, you know, is that magnification of, yeah. This perfectionistic society, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's, I think it's very important to think about what you're saying as well because <clears throat> not everybody's gonna think on the same path on as myself. I can like it all. I'm like, like a woman that ain't got too much booty. Let me some Asian chicks on there. 
Fire. Yeah. Ain't got none of that. Ain't got mm -hmm. no booty, no breasts. But they just fun. They right. Real pretty, real dainty. I'm like, ooh, you know, jam packed. And man, some some packed. Some I've learned is that for real. You know, like, man, I hate to sound like that that guy, but it's like it really is just about the personality, like more more often than not, because you get all of these women who had work done and stuff like that, and they used to be, you know, what I'm saying, no offense to y'all or offense, whatever. They used to be the fat girl in school, or they used to be the, the, the ugly chick with the, you know what I'm saying, the pimples all on their face or whatever. And they didn't get no play, they didn't get no attention, they didn't get now no they love. Now they getting that currency now. They, now they go fix themselves up, but they still doofs. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because they they they, they, they never had that, that practice with the social interaction or, mm. or you know, what have you. They they don't know how to be themselves. Like a dude that ain't had no you know money what I'm that saying? was super lame, but they yeah. got some bread now, you just tricking exactly. off on all types of because stuff. Because they're not used to, to that attention or they just don't know how to be themselves. Really, that's the, the crux of it is like, they don't know themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, they it's a lot of women that look great and they doofy, you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like, I see that more and more with, on Instagram. But they, they reached this level of perfection in their mind, they draw that attention, now mm -hmm. they don't know how to use the other part of who they are yeah. in terms of being an individual. That's I follow great. I follow some girls, sometimes it's like a thirst follow, and, and you know what I'm saying, the, the, the yams is yamming, I, I hit follow, yeah. and then a week later I see a post, I'm like, I unfollow that. Yeah, I, when I see that, like it'd be something what outlandish. You, what I'm like, are you yeah, doing? No. But you know what's <laughs> real consistent for me, and shout out to her, is Nefesta Willie. Oh man. Oh Lord, she's yes. She make you want to sing, uh -huh. boy. I don't even, oh my God, right. she make you want to sing. The if you ever see this, mm -hmm. baby, <laughs> Black Lightning, right? The, the, the outfits you had, I was, I was like, uh, yes, yeah. Lord, she played in a couple like low budget films too. Uh -huh. Oh my God, I mean, she might have died or something like that. One of them, but. It hurt my heart because I'm a big fan of you. Yeah. And one day I, I want to manifest that I will meet you mm -hmm. and have a nice long dialogue, a couple right. of drinks or something like yeah. that. I don't really drink, but you know, I might have to grab one for that day. You know, I'm that would be I'm not a big drinker. I'm not really big into alcohol nowadays, but I, you know, I might have to just grab one because because of that moment. Like, yo, I yeah. can't believe this. I can believe it, but at the same time, you know, and how to get in this. She's one of those beauty standards for me. Mm -hmm. She's natural. Right. Great personality, strong-willed. Mm -hmm. oh, she got everything, dog. Absolutely. But I mean, to put it out there like that, I don't want to offend nobody else. I'm just saying that that would be my like idea, like you said, hit all those components. She has that mindset, that mentality, go get her talented, yeah. and she's beautiful, and she knows who she is, and she says, "Why fear?" So yeah. she's like hitting all these different. You know, it's. I think it's like one of those situations like you had these unicorns. Now, for sure. what I want to get at a little bit is Janelle Monet. I still got a crush okay. on her. Yeah. Oh, I love me some Janelle. I mean, I like the fact that she, she's like, you know, gender fluid. I, I don't bother me. You know, I yeah. like women that can. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> whatever that means, right there, you uh, know what that means when I did this in the camera. That you know what that means. But I like the fact that she had that standard. But I do wonder now because of the fact that she's being overly sexualized. Mm -hmm. Why is that for records? Is that because she wants to try to stimulate that community? I don't think she has been overly sexualized. I, I mean, you don't think so? I, I feel like that's a, a, a incorrect, inaccurate way to put it. Um, I think she's sexualizing herself. That's what I'm saying. Um, like, I mean, okay. that's what I mean. Like, she's changing her uh, dynamic because before she was a lot more in the suits, yeah, or you right. know. And up the, 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 even the suits were skin tight and everything like that. So they, she was still accentuate her, you know. 
her woman womanness, but now is like completely overt. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't mind it because I'm, I'm to yeah. hell, Monet. Sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You get everything. Uh-huh. Super talented. Right. Can sing, act, brilliant, uh-huh. innovative, free spirited. You hit everything. Yeah. I even like when I went to an event and she was performing with the two different concerts. She was in Chicago on the north side. That's what, you know, boys tell me. Okay. I was like, whoa, this is a little different. I ain't never been to the north side. I was like, whoa, this is wild. Yeah. And then downtown at the Taste of Chicago one year, she was there as well. I think it was like in 2015 or something like that. Okay. And I was like, yo, I want to marry you, girl. <laughs> I want, but nah, she just, she hits all the buckets. Yeah. You know, some people hit all the buckets. And, you know, for her, it's just like, she's another one of those unicorns that you don't always come across. So it's like, everybody got their own standard. Yeah. Right? Again, that perfection that I'm seeing may not be the same thing for somebody else. Exactly. They have to tie that back to everything I'm talking about. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So, you know, I think perfection is, I don't know what that is still. Right. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, I mean, we can talk about all it all this, day. It's, we can talk about it all day, but it's all like, this. there's obviously shared perceptions or whatever ideas, shared ideas within the collective conscious uh, uh, about what, you know, near perfection is Mm. or, you know, like we all put, all of us with some sense, we put, you know, Kendrick and Cole up at the top of the lyricist game and, and, you know, we put Biggie and Tupac where they supposed to be in, in terms of greatest rappers and stuff like that, Jay Z or who, you know, I think as humans, we should just let people be we, great. We recognize greatness when when it's there for the most part. Right. You know what I'm saying? But there's still so much variance in what somebody might call perfect. And even those people themselves who we put in those those positions, even they have a different idea of what perfection is yeah. to them. Because so, to your point with the Tupac and Biggie, I feel like Biggie... <clears throat> Was able to articulate, be more freelance in terms of his, you know, rap skill. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying his cadence and all that stuff was impeccable. Like, you know, he just had his own, and Pop was more like he made you feel. Yeah, he like the Marvin yeah. Gaye hip hop to me. You know, what I'm right. saying he made you feel something. He can make you cry. He can make <clears throat> you want to slap somebody with a mm-hmm. bottle. He can make you feel like you want to have a ride or die chick. All I right. need him in this life is saying it's me yeah, and my girl. Bro. So he had that poetic. He'll bring you into these different worlds. Exactly. That's what I feel like Pac would do. Bring it to different worlds, whereas Biggie was more smooth, and more right. cadence, more flow, more, you know what I'm saying, had a style and swagger to mm-hmm. him. So where Pac was like, I'm going to make you feel every single record I make and, and be prolific with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, billions of people like Drake. You know what I'm saying? People love Drake. I like the and old then, Drake. I knew he was going to be big when got he got people like, <laughs> came across the video of DMX. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Drake. I hate Drake. I hate him. Hey, nothing. I hate him. Hate him. We, we like I anything like about him. Don't nothing about him. I mean, two different worlds. I mean, Drake is just he for the he for women. He trying to be hard, and it's the weirdest thing ever. I don't know why he's trying to do this. Just be like, even his female fans are saying like, I'm falling out with you because I miss that vulnerable Drake that be all emotional mm-hmm. and true to himself. Whereas now he's trying to appease to a certain, he's yeah. he's a culture vulture. Like he sees things, he jumps on tracks. He knows that it's gonna make it bigger. Yeah. You know, we talk about this. You know, backers and for me, Tyler the Creator. You know, Earl Sweatshirt. They talk about it. Like he's a culture vulture. Yeah. You know, uh, Frank Ocean. He doesn't have sometimes an original 
trend for himself. He'll jump on everybody else's trend and make it bigger mm-hmm. because he has that platform. But I think his own platform, if you were to just kind of tune into that right. and push that, because I don't think we have a Thriller album for Drake yet. Hmm. Everybody got a Thriller to me. Miguel had Kaleidoscope Dreams. Yeah. Uh, Usher had Confessions. Um, Tupac had All Eyes on Me. Mm-hmm. Everybody has these prolific albums that's like, Dog, the, the, Snoop Dogg came up with his first project was right. Then they, that was thriller because Dr. Yeah, Dre was just yeah, yeah. crazy with it. So you know sure. what I'm saying the Chronic album, you know what I'm saying you got all these different projects that are out there. And sometimes with certain people, you know, because of the fact that we see it a certain way and we compare them to other artists, mm-hmm. and I think that's where the perfectionism sometimes comes into place too. Is like you compare people through that perfection. Yeah. Your, your eye, your lens of what is supposed to be perfect in that standard is set. Uh-huh. You compare so. I mean, maybe it's a Drake. He's already hit a Thriller album for himself. I mean, I, I would I say he has, but I think, I think he's strayed so far from it now. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think he definitely has that album, or you know, maybe maybe even two. Um, but for me, it's like where he is now is, and his his current trajectory is is not towards anything like of that pen, that level. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like. I don't know. We all have these different things in our heads that we're striving for, striving to reach for for all these different reasons at different points in our lives. So there's just like so much yeah. variance. Like who could who could really say what perfection is or isn't? Because um, hmm. I, I mean, just... looking at even like with some artists like Drake or like Lil Wayne, like mm-hmm. Lil Wayne, his his Carter too was like the album for me for him. Like I felt. Oh like yeah, yeah. All the way through, and it's just like lyrically, he was going bar for bar. Mm-hmm. But I think when you get to a certain level, and people debate with me, Carter Three is supposed to be his, you know, his best project, whatever, because yeah. like, he got so many awards and accolades from him. But Carter Two just had like this rawness. He came out, he was still pushing. Right. And like I feel like as time progressed with each one of these artists' career, they you know to the level that we compare them to, because uh-huh. they hit like this certain pinnacle, they just started they lacks like they're. Lackluster in terms of yeah, their, their quality yeah. of product because they don't have to as much. Like when you make that much money, you're not as hungry for it as right. well, too. So if you want to go in that part of what you know, looking at in terms of artistry versus the, you know, the women and mm-hmm. you know, the, the direct, uh, the, the 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 the, you know, beauty standards. And we want to talk about the music. Like I see that too. It's just like with, with artists sometimes when they hit a certain pinnacle, mm-hmm. like the, the the quality of the craft goes down too. Right. They just start making stuff. And there's there's a lot of criticism about people, about artists who like take forever in between drops. And it don't come out good. Well, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But like, <laughs> I feel like the the artists that do and actually, you know, like take that time to to really work on it at home, like it shows. Eight to 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> Maxwell. Oh, just right. Just for like 15 years comes God, out, dang. but it's like his stuff is yeah. always sold out around the corner, uh-huh. around the block. Exactly. You know like, what I'm saying? Because you know, Black Summer's Night was. Uh-huh. Great project. Absolutely. But his next project after that, uh-huh. I don't know what he was trying to do with that one. I don't know. Yeah, no yeah. Since Maxwell, I'm a huge fan still, period, but I don't know what he was trying to do with right. that project. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's interesting. But yeah, man, I think we um, covered a lot of stuff, a lot of topics, man. I think we're veering towards the end. But yeah. again, y'all, if y'all have anything that y'all want to throw out there, please, you know, hit the comment section. Reach yeah. out to us. Let us know, you know, whether or not this impact that you made you feel a certain way. Right. What What is your uh, definition of, of perfection? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. What do you, What do you feel like it, perfection is? And are you? Uh, do you consider yourself a perfectionist? Why or why not? You know what I'm saying. Let us know. Talk to us. We'll talk back to you. you know For saying? sure. I don't know what this means. Like but I, I did that in the video right there. I've been doing little sign things and stuff. Just weird okay. stuff. Okay. Yeah. Care. Yeah. I'm just... All right. I, I feel. I dig it. <laughs>
I feel like I sounded like Bernie Mac when I said that. Like, talk, talk to us. We'll talk back you to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whatever you but need yeah. to do, B. But no, nah, for sure. Y'all want to talk to us, man. We talk back. You know what I'm saying? We don't bite back. It's all good. Absolutely. Um, but we appreciate y'all tuning in, man. It's a blessing to see y'all again another another week, another time. Again, my name is Jock Ford Wright. It's Adrian. Peace. And this is the Nice, nice Podcast. Y'all stay blessed, man. And one love. Peace.